Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Story Screen Presents Cathode Raycast, where we talk about all things TV, and we're going to get into some fun stuff today. I'm really excited to talk about this show. I'm calling it the show that officially put Katherine Hahn on everyone's radar, and I'm very happy about that. She's been around for a long time, but I'm glad to see her like popping up in everyday conversations. Very, very cool. So obviously you clicked on the link, which is great. We're here to talk about WandaVision today on Disney+. Plus. Super jazzed to get into that, but make sure while you are here, you are also looking around at all of the other great podcasts that we have to offer. And then make sure to go to storyscreenbeacon.com to check out all of our other wonderful content. But uh, yeah, let's get into WandaVision. I am your host today, Bernadette Gorman-White, and I'm very excited to have Robbie Anderson joining me. Hey, what's up? And Diana DeMuro. Hello! Very pumped to have you two on (laughs) the podcast. So yeah, uh, WandaVision, obviously a cultural phenomenon. Uh, Seems like overall everyone really loved it. What did you guys think? They're both nodding their heads. Yes. <laughs> They're both like, yes, we I liked loved, it. I loved how weird it was. I loved it. <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I think like maybe towards the end when it gets really like more MCU-y or more like superhero-y, it, like, it didn't lose me, but I was just kind of like, oh, I kind of miss just like how strange it was yeah but um that's probably what made it so so awesome initially it's so different yeah just because like the tone just shifts like so radically towards the end and and it's like well yeah it's gonna do that that's like what you're kind of signing up for and when you're like you know this popular of like a thing you gotta kind of do that but even even for its superhero isms and the tone shift i still you know i didn't hate it or anything i still really like that but overall (laughs) i thought the show was like really 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 good and really cool and i just i really admired just how uh different it was for most of its runtime it's pretty yeah. sweet too so much um like it being driven by paul bettany and um elizabeth olsen like just they're not huge characters in any of the movies and this was mostly just them and it was awesome <laughs> Yeah, it's cool seeing them flex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to, I think, with the MCU, which I kind of thought that I hadn't seen a lot of until I started tallying up all the ones that I'd seen. Yeah. And during watching WandaVision, I finally watched Captain Marvel, and I finally watched Age of Ultron because I hadn't seen either of those films. Oh, cool. Um, But I only have, I think, five left to catch up fully. But yeah, what I always really like about the MCU are like the weirder offshoots like Thor Ragnarok or the Ant-Man movies when there's like a little bit of humor, a little bit more tongue in cheek, like winking at the audience. I tend to have more fun with that. And as someone who really loves television nostalgia, the idea of having like characters who are really waxing philosophical most of the time rather than fighting 
I think that's much more interesting to me. So yeah, towards the end of the series where it starts to get a little bit more like, all right, well, we're about to tie it into the larger MCU, like start to like put the pieces together so it fits into the jigsaw puzzle. I was like, yes, I knew it had to get here eventually, but I'm a little sad that we're getting to that point. Yeah, I think when we get to the to talk about that final episode, it'll be cool because I, I feel like my favorite parts of that episode were kind of just like, Paul Bettany as Vision talking it yeah. out versus the actual action of fighting. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally agree too. Yeah, <laughs> I like seeing. You know, I like seeing these characters talk, even if they're wearing the weird, like, colorful underwear. And uh, <laughs> I, I, those are the like best scene. You know, you like all the action scenes in the MCU movies, but some of the best scenes in those movies are just when people are like talking. You know, because like. Uh, they're just cool characters. So and th- this show is no no different. and gives you a lot more talking before people start like, meow, 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 chihuahua, chihuahua, what's pew, pew, pew. You know? <laughs> pew, pew, pew is right. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so I also really loved that uh, WandaVision harked back like Disney Plus really nailed it with The Mandalorian. They knew that the best way to keep people interested was to release an episode each week and not put it all on there at once. And they did that again with WandaVision, and it made it stick in my mind more, like, easily. And also, I was just thinking about it a lot more throughout the week, like, wondering what was going to happen next. Yeah, I liked the fact that it was a shorter show, because you were sort of like, once you started to get really into it, it was done. And you were like, wait a minute, I want more! And then you had to wait, which is great. That's that's how it should be. (laughs) Ten minutes of credits at the end of every episode. I always (laughs) forgot. I'm like, why why is it so long? And, and you're like, really, oh, there's a 40 uh, minute episode. You're like, no, exactly. <laughs> there weren't any uh, mid credit credit, you know, things, tidbits until later in the, in later, the series. Yeah. So initially, you're just like, is there going to be anything more? And you're like, no, no, that's it. Yeah. Look at the credit sequence. Does look really cool. Like, the music and it always, is very it cool. Looks, yeah, like it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But I was just like, fuck, they got me. Like, yeah. <laughs> the 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 end credits, like where they're like flashing from one you know, thing to an X really gave me like 80s light bright vibes where I was just like, oh, it's like like a light bright. This is like playing with a light bright. It's awesome. It's one commercial we didn't get. It's true. (laughs) So yeah, I really love that aspect. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to talk about it while we're here. I'd like to get into three things. A, the show itself. B, the fan reaction and fan expectation of what the show like was kind of generating on the internet as it was going on, which was a fun thing to think about because a lot of fan theories sometimes bleed into a show because a show will go into a second or a third season. But with this being only one season and all filmed already, like the internet fan theories that wanted to see things that actually took place in the comic books were all gearing up to see a certain thing. And sometimes they didn't get that certain thing. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit, too. And then the last thing I want to make sure we cover is where we think this falls in to the greater MCU and how we think that connective thread is going to continue. But yeah, so overall, like what drew you to the series itself? Like what was your initial in? I mean, you got to watch it, right? Because if you're into the (laughs) MCU, you got to know what's what's happening in the MCU. So I think, you know, for me, the... It could have been like, this is a show about actual dog shit, and we're going to talk about dog shit for an hour. I'd be like, well, I mean, 
How does if it it's relate? In the MCU, how does it relate to the MCU? I have to find <laughs> out. So I was going to watch it either way. I think when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks weird. This is something different. You know, like the fact that it was like showing clips of them in this sort of 50s style sitcom. And you're also like, wait. Vision is dead. What is happening? So what that initial hook was like, I wanted to see. I was like, is this just all in, in her mind? Is this a before? Is like, is this alternate reality? Like with, without even watching the show, you're sort of already speculating on what it might be. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. I think uh, I've I've taken the calling like the Star Wars movies that come out every Christmas as like our Star Wars obligation to like go and see this new Star Wars movie because you don't want to be left out of the conversation when it happens. And so with Marvel movies and Marvel television shows, yeah, you kind of feel like, well, I don't want to not watch it. Like I have to know what's going on. But I will say like the the projects in the past that I've been really interested in that I mentioned previously are ones that have someone attached to it that I really like. Like, with uh, Taika Waititi, it's like, well, of course I'm going to watch that because I like him. And then with, like, Paul Rudd being Ant-Man, it's like, well, of course I'm going to watch that because I love Paul Rudd. But this was the first Marvel trailer that I had seen where I was like, I would watch that no matter what. Like, I'm interested in it no matter what it is. I gotta say I love Paul Bettany, and I just just like him getting more. I'm like, give him more things. Give him more things. Yeah, it was cool (laughs) seeing him kind of just get to do more yeah know? and you can say the same for both of them but i think vision's even in less stuff or has yeah. less screen time than uh elizabeth olsen as <clears throat> as wanda you know so it was cool seeing him just do more stuff you know and he just yeah. he has such range as this like tragic synthesoid you know like he, he really brings a lot of like he, he makes that character like i feel like more realized than i ever would have understood him in comics or in or the movies even you know like i i feel like i get him and i really like that character i also i think i have a, a soft spot for just like philosophical robots i don't know <laughs> it's a trope i don't mind it elizabeth olsen is is the the superior olsen as well anyway i feel like her career scientifically proven yeah now. scientifically proven her her career to date has been like the best of all the olsens i by far so she was great in this i i really enjoyed it you know because she's been in some weird indies and i feel like this gave her a chance to like use more skills than just bad fake sokovian accent <laughs> Which you saw Age of Ultron, so now you now you know. <laughs> now I do know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's weird that it like it comes back in this show, and she does it like here and there, and then the show's just like, isn't it like fucking crazy that she does that? And you're like, it's still like not good. Like <laughs> just because you guys yeah. are like acknowledging it now, like doesn't yeah. mean like it's like oh wow she really sounds like she's from another place right like nah don't fuck with me come on i guess it makes a little bit more sense in the context of like her putting on a uh, like a performance of being in these americanized shows if that's something she idealized which was cool i liked seeing that i vibe with it i'd like vibing with it thematically but like every time she does it i'm like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) know. yeah it's weird i guess uh 
she has enjoyed her career so far, but I was reading an interview where she did say she was worried she was going to be trapped forever in those like indie weirder movies. Oh, yeah. And she's she, the opposite, right? Yeah. And she was really yeah. happy to be cast in something big budget because she was well, like, I love those big budget popcorn movies and I don't want to be stuck in these indies the whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she got out. <laughs> she's doing both. Yeah. I hate being in art movie. I hate being an Ingrid Goes West. Let me be a fucking robot, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, she's 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 been in some cool stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I think uh, I'd forgotten about Ingrid Goes West really because it's such like an Aubrey Plaza thing. But yeah, yeah, she, she's good in that, and she's good in Martha Marcy May Marlene. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Did either of you catch Uncle Frank on Amazon oh, Prime last year? I just, yeah, I watched that. I, I thought it was, he was really good. Paul Bettany was good. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I thought the movie was just fine. Yeah, it was just kind of sweet. But, yeah, but good performances for sure. Yeah, Paul Bettany was very good. But yeah, he hasn't really like been in a whole lot of like actually like in your face stuff. You have to go searching for him. So yeah, I agree. It's nice yeah. to see him work. <laughs> My a favorite told movie. Me, oh, you go ahead, Robbie. I'm gonna find a friend. It. A friend told me anecdotally that, um, like, Paul Bettany like was in a really bad place before he got the role, like, as Vision. Like, he's yeah. still doing Jarvis, right? Right. But like him and his like agent like essentially like broke up, and they were like, "Yeah, you're probably just not gonna get any more work anymore." And he was like sitting on the sidewalk, like hand in or face in hands, like it's over. And then got the call. It's like, "Hey, do you want to be this character?" That's really and good. And kind of like saved his, you know, his career, potentially his life, you know, like, so, so, you know, that, that character means a lot to him. And I think you really get to see just how much he, you know, he's clocked in, right? Like, he's not like phoning it in in this show. Like, he really like likes that character, I think. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What, what were you looking for, Diana? Oh, I was going to say, uh, like, one of my, one of my favorite movies with him in it is, uh, is that Wimbledon movie where it's sort of like he's like an aging tennis star and then he has a comeback while having a fling with with Kirsten Dunst's like young tennis star. And it's kind of awesome because it's sort of like a metaphor for his career where you're like, oh, you're you're getting older. You're on your way out. No, wait, you still got some wins in you. <laughs> it's really it's sweet. I would watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a good one. <laughs> I, I actually haven't seen it, but I did see Match Point, which came out around oh. the same time. And so there were both like tennis movies. But yeah, I definitely need to see Wimbledon because I'll never watch Match Point again. Wimbledon was Allen. very feel good versus Match Point. So <laughs> what's that? What's that really ridiculous like spoof tennis movie made by like the Lonely Island people? Do you know what I'm Ooh. talking about? Oh, yes. It like came and went and it was like really good, but it was kind of like a flash in the pan. I don't know. Yes. And I, I think it was like that. really short too, right? I think, yeah, it's like an hour long or something like that. And it was like on Netflix. But I remember watching it being like, this is it. And then I like never thought about it. <laughs> was it called like Tour de Force or something oh, like I think, that? I think you're, I think you're on the money. Yeah. I don't I'm, know. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. It's in the vein of like how they did like that baseball like movie that was like a musical. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can find it like during a during like a break or something, or, or I'll spoofs. tell you guys uh, off mic. But yeah, it was really it's like really good. <laughs> oh, That's really funny. I, I I think the the best thing that I've heard about like the Paul Bettany uh, being Vision characterization, like what it's done for his like actual personal life, 
Um, Heath told me this because I still haven't seen the new Spider-Man movies. Those are like some of the last oh. ones that I need to watch. You haven't seen any of them? Which aren't on Disney Plus, which no, is weird. No, Sony. They, yeah. they will be, I don't but they like aren't that. yet. Yeah, they're cool. still, I think they're still on Prime right now. And I think yeah, oh. it has to like run out before they'll get moved over. Gotcha. It's like gotcha. all these weird time. like there's only certain Harry Potters on yeah. one thing or the other. They can keep those. So yeah, <laughs> I, still, I still like the movies. I mean, I still have a soft spot for them. It'll just be a while before I watch them again. Yeah. yeah. Well, in twenty in twenty years, maybe we can. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. When they blast J.K. Rowling into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still like the art and not like the artist. I guess. Yeah. All- it's no, tough. I'm just. I'm just, uh, tough. I'm just teasing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, apparently. In the Spidey suit, there's a voice. Is this true? It's a lady. It's Jennifer it's Connelly, right? Yes, and it's it Paul is. Bettany's wife in real yeah. life. Yeah. I did not know that that's who it was. For It took me a little while because it was sort of like, I feel like it's like sort of Irish accent. Feel It's it's not. Is maybe it? maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just imagining that. I, I mean, know. he's like, you know, he has like vaguely British, right? Like. He's British. Or he is British. Is she yeah. British? Sounds, no, sounds she's vaguely. American. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so I could just be not remembering that correctly. But I think yeah. sometimes robot voice just sounds distinguished. <laughs> you know? So, so it could just not be not sound as American. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll become a robot at some point. That would be so cute. And then, yeah. but I mean, you'd have to make another vision, and then he could also be with that well, robot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the vision we're, this might be jumping ahead, but the vision we're left with is, who knows is, what vision this is. Would, yeah. would would Wanda even want this vision back? You know, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. We'll discuss. <laughs> we will discuss. Um, but another fun little, like, voiceover about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is that Catherine Hahn does the voice of the Doc Ock in that I, reality. I totally didn't remember that at all. And then I saw someone like post like a bunch of pictures of her roles. And I was like, oh, that's her and that too. It's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. She's, just the, she's the best. Isn't uh, she so fun? So you haven't you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse yet, Bern? Oh, I've seen Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. She hasn't seen the, I was the like, ones in the it. MCU <laughs> ones. I think yeah, I like I the MCU seen... ones too. They're fun. They are I, I think I'm looking forward to it. Now that I've realized that I'm a lot closer to yeah. finishing the MCU and like actually getting caught up, it took like more, uh, it like lit a fire under my ass a little bit to like that, just catch that up. That first Spider-Man is really, you'll you'll really like that one, I think. I, I think that I first like one both, is great. But the first one fucking bangs. Yeah, the first yeah. one so is good. great. It's just was yeah. so much better than I expected at that point. So yeah, it's very good. Kirsten Were you fans? And I are watching... Uh, the MCU and timeline order. Mm-hmm. I thought about maybe doing that, but that's uh, it's a lot. pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, like you know, we're not like fuck. We need because there's no like movie that we're crunching towards, right? So it's just kind of like it it, it solved it has solved the which we watch tonight problem for the that's next. That's so like, weird. So did you start out watching Captain Marvel? So no, you start with Captain America. Uh-huh. So there's oh on, you're right. On, uh, so on Disney old. Plus, they they organize it for you. Um, you're gonna have to go watch the Spider-Mans until they get on there. Right. You have to like figure out where those are. We have a ways to go. So we just so it's Captain America, then it's Captain Marvel, then it's Iron Man, Iron Man Two, and Thor. We just finished Thor. Then then the next one up is Avengers, which I'm very excited about. 
but it's been cool. Like, uh, I liked Captain Marvel a lot more the second time around. I liked it when I first saw it, but like, I kind of... I've only seen it the one time. I definitely am looking forward to watching it again now that... It's really I've watched WandaVision. I feel like it'll be fun. Yeah. I I like Brie Larson. I think she's, I think she's pretty cool. I do too. It has the most on its plate thematically than kind of the movies surrounding it. Because, like, you know, Captain America First Avenger is just like, how do I become an American hero? Yeah. And then it's like <laughs> Iron Man is just like, how do I not start war all the time? And then, like, <laughs> but like Captain Marvel is just like, what is the fucking Oedipus of identity? I yeah. don't know. And it's like, yeah. whoa, this is I cool. love Ben Mendelsohn. I thought that... Um, you know, it the de-aging process for Samuel L. Jackson would be weird, but it was actually pretty it good. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's better than a lot of other times they've done it. In it's other better. Movies. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, it was a real treat to see Jude Law in that movie because I had forgotten that he was in that movie and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, Jude Law's in the MCU. Why You're didn't like, I watch this sooner? Yeah. To- toxic masculinity personified in that character. You're like, That's yeah, kind of what I, he is. Yeah. He's like, ah, you have to prove yourself to me. She's like, I don't fucking do anything for Yeah. You. Uh, yeah, I really, I really like the movie because it's like, it's all about identity because like the whole beginning of the movie, she's trying to figure out like, who she is and she comes back to earth as an alien and has to reclaim her humanity. And then meanwhile, the concept of identity is personified by scrolls who are shape shifters. And then the beginning of the movie like feels really confusing, but it's because she can't remember it. Right. You know? So like yeah. you as the audience are kind of like supposed to feel kind of out of whack with it. Like, and then the design of everything, in the movie's really good. Like it's like oh, all man. the spaceship stuff is so cool. Like, I love the, I love the fight scenes with like, her figuring out that people are scrolls and then like fighting she on the train. The grandma. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I love I love that so much. It's so good. Yeah. I really like that movie a lot more. I also like Thor a lot more than yeah, uh, I, like I Thor. originally liked it. Thor is good. I think Thor's just like a pretty straightforward good movie. Yeah. Another. I like yeah. where he becomes like <laughs> you know, in Ragnarok, right? Like we're talking about TT takes over and puts it in that direction. But the, so the Shakespearean fun. gravitas in Thor uh, actually worked for me a lot better this time. And that movie also looks still really good for being pretty old. They all look pretty good for being pretty old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I watched Captain Marvel after the episode in WandaVision where you start to really, like, figure out who Monica Rambo is. Very And cool. when they uh, say, like, well, didn't Captain Marvel also get her powers from an Infinity Stone? And she was like, yeah. well, we're not talking about Captain Marvel. And uh, to me, I was like, I don't know who this character is. I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. Right. And I thought, like, maybe Carol Danvers was, like, a jilted ex-lover of hers. Like, the way she played that scene was, like, yeah. what relationship does she have to Carol Danvers? Well, and we, then well, I we watched don't know. It. Yeah, because it's good in Captain Marvel. She's a kid. So. Right. There's a lot of open-endedness, which could be cool for the movie. I, f- yeah. I think, like, I don't know. the Earth powers that be have, and probably including, uh, um, Photon or Monica Rambo, sure, uh, whichever I, name I, she's whatever, assuming right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of think they're going to go with Photon because they have that as the nickname for her mom on the wall. At oh, uh, then I would assume that because I think it's like what yeah. Photon Spectrum and then also Captain Marvel at some point. Also Captain Marvel. Yeah, I think yeah. she's also maybe like Plasma or something else. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Photon sounds good for me. Um, but <laughs> it's a I bunch think, of different I think names. that the yeah, I think Shield Sword and like the like the American super super government or whatever. Um, I feel like they're at <laughs> odds with Carol Danvers because she dips. She's like their yeah. most powerful weapon. She's just like, I got nope. like honestly better shit to do. And they're probably like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, we need you to be our super weapon. So that's yeah. like, you, there's some there's animosity a couple, there. There's a couple you know? of theories there. So like, remember when beginning of Endgame, 
And she comes back mm. and they're like, where have you been? And she's I love like, that. You're, you're not the only planet in the universe, you know? And then, yeah. so there's that. And then I also wonder if Monica's mom obviously died of cancer. And I kind of wonder if like, not everybody's going to have a now I have powers reaction to weird radiation, energy, whatever. So yeah. maybe there's some like animosity, like either like, yeah, you left us or mom got cancer and you weren't here or something or mom like got cancer because you're all fucking photoned out. You know That too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't yeah. know enough. Have I haven't read enough comics to know if that's like a plausible theory. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like yeah. it could be. I mean, they did her x-rays and they came back all fucked up in the show. Yeah. And, and she seemed to like, know, like, oh, that's not because I went to the X. That's like from my other shenanigans that I do. Well, oh, maybe. So, that's like an yeah, interesting that's how, thing. That's how I read it. I know. feel like, interesting. Um, I feel like that example, as well as Scarlet Witch, kind of hints at these ideas of like having the X gene, like X-Men mutants, yeah. and, then yeah. it, and then it being magnified or amplified by whatever they're exposed to in the MCU. Yeah. So it's kind of like a way to mix those two things together. A sure. lot of people thought mutants were coming in this one. And, well, uh, that's like one of the most disappointing things I love about the show. I love them. Yeah. Me too. I, I, I'm okay. I'm cool with it. Like, I, I don't need it. I didn't think the show necessarily <laughs> was going to be the vessel to bring it. And For the multiverse? Like, I, yeah, well, because I think we're getting that late. Oh, I also don't think mutants necessarily will come through a multiverse. They could, because there's yeah. already the rumors that when mutants, it could be organic. Because they already, I think the rumors are that when mutants enter the MCU, they're not going to be the X Men to right. also curb the idea of like gender inclusivity. But also, they're just going to be called the mutants. And if we're going with just calling them the mutants, then well, they can just happen. Then you get you know the Gen One mutants. Right. And like, did the snap affect them? Does a hex affect them? Does yeah. all the whatever sure. weird things in this world Definitely do uh, Monica Rambeau, you know? I feel like, was a good example of that, though. Like, she could have already had some yeah. powers, potentially they got from... snapped on. Yeah, or... Well, Wanda, too, she also right? She, had, the right she had powers, though. and yeah. then the soul, st- or the mind stone, like, fucking juiced her up with well, steroids. Right, yeah. which is a very cool reveal that they were like, it wasn't yeah. all the mind stone. Like, she already had she this had powers yeah. yeah yeah that's what i like that idea because i mean in the comics she's supposed to be child of magneto right so they already yeah. changed that but they still are kind of showing that she's got some of her own stuff already which is pretty cool yeah yeah i think they could they could retcon in some capacity mutants being there for a lot longer than we assume because sure. like, you know when when the eternals comes out they're going to be like there's been this master race of alien gods since the beginning of time. So they can just do whatever the fuck they want. It's like, where were they in these other movies? I guess right. we'll find out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just like you're uh, going through all of the Marvel movies again, I'm going through Doctor Who again. And oh, I'm doing cool. it in, like, timeline order of, like, Doctor Who until a certain point and then stopping and watching a season of Torchwood when that falls into the timeline. That's and cool. then getting back into Doctor Who. And so, yeah, I love the idea of, like, Captain Marvel and Doctor Who-esque characters where it's like, yeah, this is why they weren't here the whole time, but here, we'll give you a little backstory and catch you up. So I think that's a good point, Robbie, that they can just kind of, like, write them in and be like, well, this is why they weren't here. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, a statute of limitations in which they can do it, right? Sure. (laughs) And and it's a corner they put themselves in. There's so many movies and there's so many, like, we, we know what's happening in the 90s or whatever. Like, we know what's happening on this planet. In the early 2000s, like, they, they've they covered a lot of time 
And when you have such giant conflicts like Infinity War and Endgame, it begs the question. It's just like, oh, you had a Magneto the whole time? Where you yeah? <laughs> Where'd he go? Like, so we'll we'll see. Even even with like Fantastic Four, it's like now it's like, are they going to birth these characters now in this continuity? And then it's like, well, are we gonna really see them do their real super stuff in like five, ten years? It's possible. I don't mm, know. Okay. It's it depends on when they want to start those stories. Like, are they doing year one for everybody or are they retconning the past to make it be like they've been here the whole time? Sure. How funny would it be to see, like, either a show or an MCU film where they show, like, the Fantastic Four and they were like, oh, no, we were there. And it shows, like, that, like, circle opening up and they step out and they look and they can see, like, Captain America. And they, they can see, like, the <laughs> we're whole... Not make a big, we're not going to make a big deal about it. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, we were there. You guys just didn't notice us. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think Fantastic Four has an out because they, they realistically could have been in space. Absolutely. And, and, they're, and getting their powers during, you know, when that's happening. But you know, when it comes to mutants, it's like, I don't know, you got Wolverine the whole time. What the fuck is he? Yeah. Like, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Who knows? I know. And I, then I, also I didn't hours. really think that he was going to factor into the show, but I thought one thing I thought they were going to do was just to have like even an after credits of Doctor Strange showing up because I was sort of like, how did this all happen? And he hasn't gotten here. But yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Probably we'll see beginning of that movie, other stuff that's been going on with him. So. He was busy. He was busy. He was busy. I also, I thought <laughs> if, any of the, if any of the theories could have been proven correct, Doctor Strange popping in, at least at the end being, you know, like closing a book and been like, she did a multiverse. Let's go get her. Like, no, no, know, no, Wanda. No, no. You were not allowed. You are not allowed. You got some splaining to do. Yeah. I, I did um, watch all of WandaVision twice, um, which is something uh, that I was surprised to do, but I also really enjoyed getting back. As we said, like, after the last two episodes, felt like they were kind of like a departure. It was nice to go back to the beginning of the series again and rewatch that. Yeah. And I will say that on my second rewatch, it did explain pretty well that the events of WandaVision didn't take place over a long period of time. Right. So I could see, too, it only being maybe, like, a matter of a week. Because it seems like it all happens very quickly. Maybe, right. like, a week, yeah. a couple weeks. So I could see it not being that much of, like, a blip time-wise for, like, yeah. Doctor Strange to be like, oh, man, this has been going on for, like, six months. I better get in it's there. True. Right. I mean, he could just teleport there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, good. He could have better things to be doing. Yeah, He's like, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get I, uh, to it soon. Don't worry about it. No, I definitely. Yeah, I definitely was like, why isn't he there? But I've had those kinds of moments at other MCU movies, so it it's gonna happen. It's like, yeah, you can't. Not everyone you know. can be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I think that's. I think that's true. And it, as well, it just seems like too that maybe her her friends are kind of like, well, she's hurting, so. Uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, she's fucking up an entire town. Maybe yeah. we should get in there. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I really, intervene. I really yeah. liked that episode with the previously on with like all of her backstory and it showing that she didn't actually steal Vision's body. And then you realizing that that happened like right after she got snapped back, which was pretty cool. So she's like right in the thick of grieving because it's like, you're right. It's right after. It's really short. Well, I think, you know, it's interesting because Spider-Man Far From Home takes place eight months after Endgame. And then this takes place, I think, three weeks after Endgame. Yeah. 
So we're actually like a lot farther like along than we think in like the timeline. Like I I forget that this show or I only recently learned this show's like Oh yeah, it takes place before the the newer Spider-Man movie. Right. Which is, like, that makes sense because I feel like they're kind of setting up that like you have Tom Holland's Spider-Man grieving for Tony Stark and then you're going to have yeah. like all these different things that are going to come together with Doctor Strange. That'll be pretty cool. Making the blip matter, I so far they've proven to be to make it really cool. Like the ways that they're just like no, this thing like really affected people. It's not just like those five years are crazy. Remember when I was dead? Um, like yeah. they, they made it like feel like a, a catastrophic event that like shook this universe's humanity to its Yeah, showing everyone come like back that. with like Monica. That was very cool. That was cool. That and was that was really a good cool. way to show that it was probably like this crazy event for them to come back. So Yeah. Whereas like I think the Spider-Man Far From Home spoilers for that movie sorry burn they, they play okay. it more for laughs you know it's more sure it's more comedic at times even though there are some moments where you're just like they're they're playing with this in an interesting way that's cool to see you know but it's probably more from like a teenager's perspective so it makes sense for that sure. like they're trying to make it funny yeah 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 because yeah. that that one is a little bit more like he he was gone now he just wants to have a good time with his friends now that he's back right yeah. that's like the premise of that one and then bad things still happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas in WandaVision, you see, like, you know, it, it, everyone's coming back into ICU, and everyone's just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> why, why? Right, yeah. Birch. Birch. Birch, Mike Birch. Can you read me? Over. Who made you watch 12 Christmas movies and record a podcast on it? Birch. Birch, who did that to you? Birch. Birch. I think, too, though, that I was so excited to see Evan Peters come in because I think he and Elizabeth Olsen kind of look like they could be twins, actually. I think they look way more alike than Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen. It just made more sense to me to, like, include him. I really love Evan Peters Me in too. general. Yeah. Like, I love American Horror Story, so I'm like, Evan Peters! Yeah! It, so. feel, it feels like a Marvel <laughs> troll that's, like, a little mean, right? <laughs> yes! Like, yeah. I, I'm, I, I was like, hurt. Again, like, I, I'm fine with it. I thought just, like, just having him there to, like, be the meta-contextual messing with us. Like, yeah. I vibed with that, and then the fact that they made him just, like, this dude named Boner, I was like... <laughs> I'm fine. Like for me, it's like, it's like I don't think I really need more of this character. Right. So for him just to be this in this show worked for me, but for people who are way more invested in like seeing this character do stuff or or really because for me I'm just like they'll get there when they get there. You know, with snoopers got stuff. a snoop. I love it. Yeah. But like yeah, it's good. <laughs> but like I think for people who are really you know chomping at the bit for for mutant stuff and. And what have you, I, I do feel their pain to a certain extent. Um but yeah, it was, it, it's a little it's a little mean of a joke on Marvel's side. It's a little bit like, all right, you guys gotta fuck with these people. It's kinda great. Oh though. yeah. <laughs> I again like I'm I'm into it, but it's a little mean. Well, it really like scratched two itches at the same time, because A, it had you interested in his character because you were like, oh man, this is like actual Peter Maximoff, like this is interesting. Are we going to yeah. get into this? But then also, it scratched the edge of like, 
Agatha talking about her husband, Ralph, and how, like, well, you never see him, but my husband, Ralph, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I then you find out Ralph that Ralph was going to end up being, like, the big Mephisto. bad. Yeah. yeah. Mephisto. And people were, like, hungry and chomping at the Mephisto. bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find out at the end that, like, Ralph Boner was, like, <laughs> the, the ending to, like, two storylines that were driving fans crazy the entire time. Well, I yeah. feel, and we'll get into it, I'm sure. But I feel like we're still gonna see Mephisto, or I think so, too. or Nightmare, or whoever. I, I, it's right. not gonna just be Catherine Hans Agatha as the only big bad. So I feel well, like I mean, that's it, just... it. Seems like uh, the kids are somewhere, right? Yes, she heard them. In they her exist mind? somewhere, or in another, yeah. in an alternate reality. I think the way you can look at it, it's either her being you know, haunted by the by the grief of her having yeah. to say goodbye to the the soul she brought into the world, or I don't even know what these f- kids are physically, and right, now they're right. gone. And, <laughs> so, I mean, like, and she, she might have put them she, somewhere bad. Yeah. Right. She is studying the dark hold, which is supposed to be evil magic. So yeah, because I don't uh, think that she's. It, I don't think that she's trying to bring Vision back at this but point. I think no, the, I think the kids she is trying to bring back, while also being like, so what is the deal with the Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Who I am, you know, <laughs> like who I be now. So that end scene, now that I've seen it twice, it confused me the first time because I was like, oh, is she keeping like her her bad negative self kind of like locked away in a room trying to like keep that part of herself separate? Or is the Scarlet Witch, is she like projecting this image of like, oh, Wanda's just playing it cool, like laying low in this cabin. She brews herself tea and she doesn't even use her powers to like get the tea like she's following all the human rules and then like we're meant to believe that like the scarlet witch is like the real person and the wand is just like a projection of her like showing to the world like i'm normal yeah. i'm i'm being nice it's kind of well, it's very doctor strangey i thought at that mm-hmm. where it's sort so, of like that multitasking by being like yeah my consciousness is reading this book over here and i'm also making myself a martini <laughs> so I, that scene is I really like that final scene because it's evoking like two scenes from Marvel's uh, filmography and one is in Doctor Strange he does while he's sleeping astral project himself to like keep studying when he's like learning how to do all the wizard shit right but what's interesting about in this scene is that she doesn't need to sleep to Ooh, yeah. astral project where he does so it already oh. shows she's like a little bit more powerful gotcha. she has like more more magic bandwidth but also the scene is very evocative of Thanos at the end of Infinity War, where he's sitting oh, down in yeah. a cabin at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. So the and I believe this is on purpose. And, yeah. you know, Thanos being someone who uh, Wanda like hates, has taken everything from her. He doesn't even know who she is. Uh, that great line in, in Endgame. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, you know, the, the thing about WandaVision is that she's not the hero of the show. Right. Right. Like, she's doing bad things to these people, and they make it pretty abundantly clear throughout the show, like, hey, being under your spell, like, definitely sucks, and you keep our kids away from us, and we know what's going on in the sunken place, and you're kind of fucking with us. And I like that time. initially they don't explain that, because I feel like, it, you know, earlier yeah. on, like, when when Vision first, like, un, unzaps that one guy, and they just say she, you're kind of like, well, maybe Ooh. it's Agnes, <laughs> someone else. some other thing you know you don't necessarily know that wanda's the 
the mastermind behind it, or you're sort of like you don't know how much of it is under her control. Because yeah. Agatha's well, just like yeah. you know, she's it's her all along, but she's really just like a leech, not really on, like the belly of. The, <laughs> she's yeah, just not, the pot exactly. stirrer all along. She's yeah, just like she's, she's sucking on the on the magic tip. Like yeah, yeah. let me get some of this. Let yeah. me get some of this on the side. You got enough to spare. Let me get some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that but, the uh, pain too was at first you think like whoever is controlling their minds is like actively hurting them. Right. But realistically, it's more of like, no, Wanda's in her brain. And because Wanda is so overwhelmingly sad on a mutant level, that's what's causing the pain. Like grief magnified through the mind of a mutant is what's actually the painful entity. And it's like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Like they're having her, her, her nightmares. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I was just like, oh, sad. So I think, I think that, you know, that that scene, that post credit scene, is really cool because it's showing, it's showing her kind of like, all right, she kind of is becoming a bad guy. And the thing about Thanos is that he's, you know, he he's altruistic. He think he he thinks he's doing right. He thinks he's trying to do what's right for the world. And and I'm sure Wanda does not see herself as a bad person. She does that in that scene where she's telling them, she's like, no, I'm keeping you guys safe. I'm keeping you guys safe. Right. It's the same kind of Thanos logic where it's just like, I did this so you guys can live. I did this so you guys can can be a race for longer because you weren't going to make it, you know, and now you're trying to fuck this up. So it's it's that same, ju- you know, justifying these terrible actions. She's becoming very much like Thanos in that scene. And then it's showing that, like, you know, she doesn't know dick about magic and she's already doing stuff that Doctor Strange just can't do. Yeah. So yeah. that scene that scene really gives you a lot. Also, she grabs that teapot. I watched this in the video. It's not my own idea. She grabs that teapot <laughs> just hot. straight up. Yeah. Just straight up. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Yep. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's very much too like multiple things uh reminded me of Legion. And uh yes. especially like the memory work that she does with Agatha, where Agatha's like, No, we're gonna go through your memories to try to like understand who you are. Yeah. But I think um Wanda herself like you were saying, Robbie, like she definitely doesn't think that she's a bad person and she's being manipulated from outside sources, being told like what she is, but not being told like, oh, you might have had these powers for a long time. Just like David wasn't told that he had powers. Yeah. He was told like it's your he mental crazy. illness. Yeah. Yeah. So like the fact that Wanda like had this innate power that she was told it was an experiment that unlocked that in her. Or that it caused it in her. The fact that she's like finally getting to come to terms with her own identity is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Very so cool. Diana, you keep mentioning like, well, maybe we'll get into this or maybe we'll get into that. But like, what else do you want to get into plot wise? What was like really um, exciting for you? Let's see. Well, I, de- I definitely rewatched the flashback episode and I there was another episode that I rewatched that I, I love that like um kind of first glimpse of Monica Rambo showing up and then like I love I love the non-supers. I love uh I love Dr. Darcy now that she's a professor and I love Randall Park as Jimmy Woo, FBI. They were great. Um and I kind of liked having that side story of them because they were actually really compelling and they weren't doing anything pew pew. They were just <laughs> figuring stuff out. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks you don't get that much of them by the end, right? Yeah. By the end, yes. But I feel like... They have bigger fish to fry, but you're just like, oh, but like these characters you introduced and you gave them kind of a whole episode and they're cool. Yeah. Like, they're cool, you know? By the yeah. end, I, I really do hope that we do get more of Jimmy Woo. I hope he ends up showing up again. 
Um, I think they're going to give him his own show. I read online that uh, Kat Dennings is going to end up being in the next Thor. Good. So that's cool. Into that. Um, I'm into it because she's kind of annoying in the early Thor, but (laughs) I like that she has held on to the likable traits of her and then matured slightly because now she's a boss lady. She's got a doctorate. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, What about... What about the children? How did you guys feel about the children? So cute. I what? only knew one of the actors. Um, I watched Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Ooh. And the little kid who played Billy was a, was a kid in Penny Dreadful. He and was, he was really also cute. the kid in... Uh, he's the kid in Hill House. Oh, I haven't watched Hill House. Oh, you gotta watch it! The, yeah. the first season or in the second? First. Who was he in the first season? You know, the well, twins... The twins, yeah. the one that becomes the... Oh. <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you. They're twins and they're a boy and a girl. So, I mean, he's just the younger version of the boy twin. He's getting is, typecast already. Yeah. Is the girl the, the one who ends up dying and she took that photo of her dead self by the coffin and she's like... <laughs> oh, maybe. Is that her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. <laughs> I love that meme. That's one of my favorite pictures. You you should check that show out. It's great. It's great. The first season's really good. The second season I heard mixed things about. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. It's just yeah. it's just different, slightly different vibe. It's it's eighties. It's a little cheesier. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as not quite as blatantly scary. It's more like a mm-hmm. like a love story, like mm-hmm. a sad um, sad love story. Is that one called <laughs> the the haunting of Blythe Manor? Yep, Is Bly it Manor. That's the second right? season. Okay. Yeah. Bly Manor, yeah. It's like Bly Hill House, Manor, Bly yeah. Manor, and then there's going to be a one more. So That's spooky, cool. Spooky home. And it's the yeah. guy who did Dr. Sleep, right? Yeah, it's Mike Flanagan. Cool. He also did that Into creepy, that. did a couple of creepy Stephen King. Yeah, the one hush. where she she gets locked to the bed. Oh, uh, yes. It's that yes. one. Something game. Something Ooh, game. Gerald's, Gerald's game. game. That, yeah. that gave yeah. me nightmares, but that's fine. I'm never doing a, a chain up sex ever again. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get it's your maybe, own hands out of handcuffs. Lost, no, no, Lost that kink. Lost that kink for life. Go- <laughs> gone forever. No way, man. Traumatizing. <laughs> um, I like the boys. Um, just another sign that they're doing Young Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which makes you assume that they're coming back. But yeah, I'm curious. Again, it kind of goes to the question of where they are um because i think they in the comics they're <clears throat> yeah like in the comics um they're part of mephisto's soul like that's kind of like it's almost like a alchemy where it's like she she took the souls from somewhere to make her kids because she manifests them so they don't come from nothing they kind of come from something and in this case they are quote unquote demon spawn mm-hmm. um another of the many red herrings right. the show has towards right. this stuff definitely um have you seen those yeah. like panels from the comic book where the kids are like the arms of Mephisto. Yeah, a nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I don't know if I don't know if they'll do that, but like Please don't. I mean, that's a multiverse of madness shit they can do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I just saw that picture today on Twitter that's been circulating and it's like the kids in the bath and like the, oh. <laughs> draw drop children. <laughs> draw children. They're like, okay, yep, no, got it. Draw children. <laughs> that that's Gross. yeah, that's scarier than the arm thing. Yeah. They look like Wait, little leprechauns. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, not good. No. No. So, uh, of the, like, flashback sitcoms, 
what was your favorite time period or genre that they did? I liked them all. It was yeah, so hard to choose. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. Were there any missing that you wanted? I kind of wanted a more 90s one. Oh, really? Like, like I kind of wanted like in the Malcolm a, in the Middle era. They because they, they like else just kind of they do like I a feel jump, like right? one more before Malcolm in the Middle because Malcolm in the Middle is like a little too modern. It's like nineties, early thousands. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it would have been yeah. fun to have like a like a even even like a Full House type episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just try and do that given the, uh, mm-hmm. the implications. Star power they had. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently I feel like that. they could have gotten John Stamos to be in it. Or like a or like <laughs> a Family easy. Matters episode and they could have had Elizabeth Olsen be like, did I do yeah. that? You know, like Yeah. Um I, I really did like all of them pretty evenly. Uh Kirsten's watching a lot of Modern Family right now, yeah. which I honestly kind of think that show sucks. I but, do too. Um, you know what? It's super, super racist at times. You know and what? Also just like fat phobic, and I'm like, it's not that old of a show to and, where you can just do that. Like, and pretty repetitive too. I would say yeah. I watched like the first couple seasons and and liked it quite a bit because i like ty yeah. burrell and i like he's that. the best part of that show yes ty, phil dunphy ty, for yes. sure yeah ty burrell's probably yeah. my favorite part of that show by far um but it's it's one of those shows that's just on for way too long where you're sort of like ah, yeah. oh, it's kind of wore out it's welcome why are we still watching i think it's just yeah. i think it's just really just fucking Dog shit writing with some yes. really, really stellar performances. Yes. Mm. There and are some good people on it, though. Yeah. yeah. What's the name of the actress that plays Claire? I'm going to look her up because. Oh, uh, Julie, Julie Bowen. Bowen. Yeah. yeah. She's good. I, I feel like her and Ty Burrell are and, the best uh, part Hubie of that. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, Hubie yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that was. I didn't realize how much that would remind me of Modern Family, but seeing her do yeah. that. Yeah, that episode was pretty good. I think too the reason I am not a huge fan of Modern Family is just because it won yeah, so on, <laughs> on Modern Family right now. It I won mean, so many Emmys during a time where there were so many better comedies up for Emmys that I was just like, yeah. "Are you voters just like not even paying attention yeah. to how like shitty this comedy is? Like, do you even know what comedy yeah. is at this point?" It's like the lowest common denominator of like Parks and Rec. In the office, yeah, and it does the talking to camera thing, and they don't. There's no reason for it. Like at least in the office, there's like the idea of just like interesting, like, filming good point. A documentary in Modern Family is just like we yeah, use just, this as a narrative device it's because just we're bad at writing. writing. Yeah. And it's just like great. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would say like it's a little less less harmful initially. Like I feel like it's less intense with some of the weird humor or shaming yeah. that that you say is in there i feel I, like some I of that comes at the show still like, yeah she, she'll be watching episodes and i'm, I'm not faulting kirsten for watching it because she also is just like there are times where those jokes come up she's like oh, God, yeah i don't like this show but, yeah you know it's just e- it's just easy watching you know and there are times where i'm like they they land a joke and i'm like oh man that's fucking really funny yeah but i do right. think it's because it's just like the actors in the show for the most part are really good yeah. Across the board, even the kids, like, I think they're really good. I just think the writing is just, like, fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, most of my favorite bits from that show are from Ty Burrell, though, for sure. Yeah. Like, I still, great. I still reference when he's, like, talking about how he knows what's up with the kids, and he's like, WTF? Why the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that to my sister all the time, so. And there's, like, a couple of snippets here and there that are really good. I, I do like him. I hope, I hope he's in more stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm surprised we haven't seen him in more things because I feel like 
we're not alone in thinking he's like the best part yeah. of the show. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know? So. Um, that opening that has, yeah, the Modern Family episode that has like the office music, the yeah. the title cards are actually a reference to this great comedy called Happy Endings. Oh, I read that. And I haven't seen that show. That show is great. I've so, heard that from a few highly people. Highly recommend that. I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Apparently, I, I like, go ahead. I was just I really like what they did. I, I like all the time periods they hit because they, they do such a good job. But I like that one because it, it's so modern. Yeah. So like we have I have more like touchstones to pull from in the memory banks that are a little bit closer when I was watching it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Matt Shackman, who directed all the episodes, he's directed a handful of You're the Worst episodes. He's directed oh, an cool. episode of Succession. He's done a episode of or episode of or two of Game of Thrones, but he has directed 43 episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? So I feel like he, like, gets comedy. Like, he was pulling from some good was a He's a child actor, too. He was on one of those sitcoms like Elizabeth Olsen. Really? Yeah. And and the thing, the Ralph Boner joke is is related to a character who's on one of those shows. Like, it's it's a reference. It's Growing Pains? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so, I definitely I, I like learning this stuff because it just makes I already was like this director's pretty cool and I hope they let him do more stuff. And, and I love when you have shows like this where you're just like coming out of the gate. Certain people are going to be like, this is boring or this is weird. And I'm like, fuck those guys. I don't care. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's crazy that the show only gets kind of boring when it's just like it's a superhero show. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. it is that. I, do you guys want to talk more about that last episode? Yeah, I'll just say really quickly that uh, I was bummed out because they have Deborah Jo Rupp, who plays Kitty Foreman on that 70s show. I was really hoping for more of like a that 70s show opening yeah. for one of the fake openings. Uh, it would have been a, like, have a little so tongue in cheek. To right? like, yeah. And they're also, like, in that they, 70s show, they're like kids. They focus on like teenagers. So it wouldn't really yeah. make sense to put Wanda in the vision in like this like teenage smoke den right. from that yeah. 70s show. But I was it like, oh hard. man, that would have been really funny. <laughs> It, well, that 70s show is kind of like doing what WandaVision does because it's like a modern sitcom yes. that takes place in the 70s. So yes. and that also, I think, would have been harder to to pitch. But I did really like seeing her in the show. I was just like, oh, my God, I got her. She's great. That's, the biggest, that's, that's my favorite cameo. Of the, I, that's I the also one really liked um, so the actress that is Dottie, mm-hmm. she, who's mm-hmm. sort of like the mean lady at the pool party. Um, yeah. She is sort of like... This this fun character from uh, from Buffy Anya, where she's like, um, is she also mean? She is also mean, but in that, <laughs> but she's not human. And then she starts dating a human character, and she's like learning all these things. And it's sort of like the flip side of being synthesoid. It's sort of just like she's like, oh, you have these expectations of me because you're human and you feel this way. And I'm usually Mm. a demon and I do this, you know? So it was kind of fun. I was kind of hoping that they were going to have her do a little bit more towards the end once Agatha was revealed. Because I was like, it'd be cool if she was also a witch. (laughs) Well, there's some theories that she is. Well, her name is like, she's named after a character in the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, I also really? I yeah, thought that like maybe... it's like some Sarah something is is actually a character from the 
ca- a character, a person from the Salem witch trials, <laughs> a character from history. Yes, yes, yes. Um, gotcha. So there, there are some, there's some theorizing that she might, she may or may not be. So are you saying? Which again, like in this show, it could be, it could just be like that's just her name. Her, but. her actress name, not Dottie. Her character name on Wandavision. Well, Dot is so. That's what so you're saying. D- Dot, uh, the her name is Sarah, right? Because remember, she gets like un. Un- oh, yes. when she talks Sarah about having a kid. Sarah is her, and she's like, Sarah's yeah. her and real so, life name, but she was playing a character named Dottie. So, right. gotcha. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure if it's like, are we talking about her act, like our real life, or no, 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 their real life, their real life. <laughs> yes, yes. It's Sarah something something, but it's this, it's the same last name. Uh uh-uh. uh Sorry, cool. my cat just jumped on the table. Get out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I just went to Salem two years ago. At this point. Uh, not the corona year the year before that good good the pre pre rona yes and yeah i am curious now i'm gonna look that up um who that sarah is but yeah i definitely believe you and that's awesome that would be very cool if she was also a witch yeah i mean if she got into some cahoots with you know because again like what's what's agatha gonna do you know I, I was confused, and maybe you guys can clear this up, because I'm working on, on the video for our YouTube channel that's like, what's next from WandaVision? Spoilers, nothing for WandaVision, but for <laughs> yeah. the characters, a lot. Right. Um, but I was wondering, like, do, is she just in normal-style Westview, but just has a house and is just chilling? Or is she, like, in a mini-hex and just chilling in there? Like, I didn't understand, like, where... Because she was, like, before Wanda reabsorbed the hex, she was just like... I'm gonna keep you here, and you're gonna be the nosy neighbor. And she's yeah. like, "Okay." I think she just wiped her memory. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that she just put it in her mind. Well, I think she sunken placed her right. Yeah, like, yeah, because it's like Agatha's like chilling in there. It's sort of more Age of Ultron, <laughs> the veil. like uh, you know, with with Wanda being like voodoo magic to all the Avengers in Age of Ultron, yeah. where it's like I felt like it was sort of like that with this, where she's like, "I'm gonna make you." have to stay here. But in terms of like where she is, she's just in Westview. It'd be interesting if she's going back to Boner's house, like where's she going to live? Yeah, maybe (laughs) she'll marry Ralph Boner for real. Oh, that'd be cute. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, I don't know. And and, you know, there's some level of like uh, Agatha's character in the comics is is normally like old, unquote, good guy. She, well, old, as fun, well, she's still old on this. No, I know, um, but I kind of thought maybe I, when like, they battled that she was gonna. Old. I thought she was gonna suck some of the youth out of Agatha when they were fighting because I was like, and are they gonna her, make like, her 90 or whatever? No, yeah, because in the comics, gave her she's really good eyeshadow and great hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they but, really uh, like did a number on her face when she was just like regular old Agatha. It was really different looking. <laughs> Yeah, the makeup was I mean, really like, good. It's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, I'm into it, but it's intense. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was curious if like, if Wanda like had her trapped in the mini hex. But I know, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Agatha's character, especially because people love uh, that character now, um, if she came back in more of a capacity, and even maybe like Wanda would go into like her her sunken place you know, like astral plane into there and be like, I have a question for which Agatha. And Agatha's just like, get me out. Yeah. <laughs> some, some scene like I that I mean, would that happen, could be cool. We'll know? see how that'll work out, whether it's sort of like she's vision where she's snapping you know? her out or yeah. 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 Cause in yeah. the comics, it's kind of similar to that too, where sometimes and she has a connection to the fantastic four as well. Oh, she does. Mm. Yeah. Cause like, she like babysits Reed and Sue's kid. Interesting. Right. Right. She's like a nanny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we'll cause see. she's supposed to be kind of a mentor to Wanda. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, right. sometimes her friend, sometimes working against her. 
I think she'll come back in some capacity. If any, whether it was before planned or not, I think definitely now because people just love her, have a fever for that character and, and for and for the actress. And because we haven't seen any Mephisto or type of big bad that would potentially be in Doctor Strange, and she kind of teased like, "You don't know what you've done, what you've unleashed. You're going to need my help." And then, zip, yeah, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> she got shushed. <laughs> But yeah, as far as that last episode, uh, I will say I was I was properly moved. I thought it was very sad. I th- thought saying goodbye to the boys and saying goodbye to Vision was her vision that she had manifested, but very sad. Yeah. But yeah. I, so I can understand why thematically they didn't choose to reveal this information, but it was just like, oh, fake Vision. You can be like, well, there's another one of me that just left. <laughs> Go find so, that guy. <laughs> I also, yeah, that whole sequence of the visions together talking and then him giving him the memories. That's my favorite part. It's that's very so, cool. Yeah, it's so because, interesting. Because they, they do it all. The fight scene between them is just like actually cool. Whereas I thought yes. the, the Wanda Agnes fight scene was kind of like a little too anime for me. It was drawn times, out. I'm just like, this is very crazy. Too long. And, yes, and it's also had like weird stakes because she's just like, throwing stuff at her and then it had the 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 deus ex rune where it's just like i was doing this the whole time it's like okay this is, this is a lot <laughs> yeah you know it, like it, it works right like i'm not saying it's like this mm-hmm. is stupid it works i just it didn't click with me whereas like i really like the vision fight and i love the ship of theseus allegory and i love that he combats him with with empathy and with and logic, logic and with philosophy yeah. i thought that was really cool uh i have a few theories as to what is happening to white vision um maybe in the comic regular vision now yeah well so the thing i think he's still devoid of humanity and like a soul and that's the thing in the comics when he becomes white vision that he he needs the brain waves of wonder man to have humanity again so he's still like out there in the comics he also can turn into like human form but he goes under the pseudonym victor shade which i just think is way too cool of a name not to have (laughs) pop up in the mcu at some point (laughs) And I, my theory is, because I think Wanda and Vision will, will cross paths again, but I don't think it's going to happen in Multiverse of Madness, because I think that would be just too much. And too movie. soon. Yeah. yeah. So I think that instead of a Wanda Vision season two, it's going to be Vision Quest will be the second season, because that's the name of White Vision's arc in the comics, and it'll be Vision Quest, and it's all about Paul Bettany's White Vision trying to find his soul and trying Ooh. to regain his humanity. And then it goes back into the ship of Theseus argument where he, you know, he's developing a new, a new soul through new experiences. He's, he's a ghost that's trying to find humanity again. And then when he does have the soul, I don't think Wanda will take him back. Cause she's like, well, you're not my vision. She's right. already, you're not I my like idealized she, vision. Right. You're not yeah, the she, vision inside. She, me. she already made right. her peace too with let, yeah letting him go even though and you can see that scene yeah I feel like you can see like them yeah. being like ah oh, but you're not yeah you're the not one that the i one. had to say goodbye to like three times yeah right so that's that's my theory as to what they'll happen because i think the show's too successful not to do a little bit of piggybacking off of it i think you don't do a wanda vision season two but i think vision quest pops it's from the comic and i would watch a show of paul bettany just like hopping around trying to figure out how to be a human and being really awkward about it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think put in the books. A lot of a lot of shows I think show their strength when they know to leave on a high note. And yeah, I, I love all of these like one-off series that MCU 
has been planning on Disney Plus. Yeah. Really excited mm-hmm. to see all of these like tiny little vignettes of things that are too long to be a movie that you shouldn't put in a movie length, but you really shouldn't bank on like renewing these for right. other projects. Like let them bleed into each other. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I mean, you know, the next year it's because what's next? It's Falcon and mm-hmm. Bucky, which I know is not the name of the show, but that's what right. it should be. Um, yeah, and then it's forget the Loki, name. and then it's I forget what the one after that is, but I think there is one that's after it. I think I think now we're in the it's the 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 machine is moving. What's the right. one end? So we have a week in between, and then the what's next the one name starts. of the show that's actually going to be about all the scrolls hiding out on Earth? Secret Invasion. Yeah. Is that a show or a movie? No, it's a show. Show? That okay. makes more sense. I'll watch, I'll watch that. I'm too. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a cool thing, too, to kind of come into Captain Marvel kind of in the dark and, like, knowing that the scrolls were, like, the villains and then finding out, like, oh, that's not what this movie is about, which was they're like very cool. The, they're like the refugees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. It's another, it's another way of them playing with identity politics yeah. mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah, and just good cut trailers, too, because, yeah, they didn't really, like, yeah. tell you a lot of the secrets of the movie in the trailer, which I thought was good. Very the cool. is also being just, like, the ultimate retcon tool at Marvel's disposal, where it's like, oh, they were a scroll. Secret scroll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were, oh, they were a scroll, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm scroll. looking forward to watching Captain Marvel again now. Tony Stark dying? That was a scroll. <laughs> that was a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, ba- no, he's yeah. coming back. Oh, Tony's coming back. That yeah. was a scroll. But a very brave scroll. I I really I really did like um Monica Rambo, Tayana Parrish. She was she was great. So very I'm, good. I'm yeah. excited to I see was, her in Captain Marvel too. Wasn't bum necessarily. I, I would have just liked to see more of her. Obviously they're setting her up to do more. Yeah. Um But that's the only like fault of that show where they, they that last they're episode? spinning so many play I mean, I didn't yeah, the last episode, and just like you know, they're just they're spinning so many plates where you know it has the Marvel problem that even the movies have, where it's just like you don't get closure on some of these plot points we introduced, sure. but they, but you will, and it's just yeah, like, yeah, but it makes this thing feel incomplete in some ways, right. and like real complete in others, you know? Yeah, right. I like that Tayana too didn't know what she was auditioning for when she got the part she took the audition and then was told later like oh yeah you got the marvel role she was like i didn't know i auditioned for a marvel project because they were so secretive <laughs> when they were casting people very, very funny. cool yeah very yeah. cool yeah, it's funny. so good for her yeah very yeah. awesome role apparently people were like fan casting her on twitter like a few years back oh that's so. how it happens nowadays it seems like because uh, mm-hmm. that's how they did ahsoka and um i feel like there's like a few others Maybe we'll get that Sebastian Stan, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd watch it. They can't do Mark Hamill de-aged forever. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe they could. It's if they got the money. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that's cheap to do. No. You know? And has to be limited, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like if he's just standing there, it's just like, yeah, we can do standing. We can animate standing for a while. Could do voice do work fight. for a long time, but maybe mm-hmm. we won't have to see his face soon. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be best. Just if voice from if they beyond. did a cartoon about that era, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. they could do that pretty easily. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a good point. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, gotta say, WandaVision was great. I love that they took the time to pay attention to detail, like the opening intros and all the different house set designs, that Brady Bunch house. I want that house. That house all the weird sweet. commercials. All the weird commercials are cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good decaf legion. Ooh. I know. I was really bummed when people, when the first couple episodes had come out for WandaVision and all you could hear was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen with superheroes. And I'm like, why oh. did nobody watch Legion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it can't be as crazy as Legion because it, it has to appease yes. a decent amount of people. But it, 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 it gets close and a lot closer than I think it, it, you know, that feels risky. And I really appreciate that about the show. I don't know if we'll ever get another Legion. No, but... That's great. That's <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Legion's so good, you know? Yeah, I'm due for a Legion rewatch, and I'm due for a Happy Endings rewatch. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing about, like, the end of the show, where it starts off so weird and ambitious, and then it just becomes safer and safer and safer, and it's like... But I'm still here for that, because I want to know how it fits into the MCU. I want to know how all this stuff shakes out. But it just when it, com- when it comes to, like, something, like, real fresh... A real zesty orange loses <laughs> some of that spice. For sure. <laughs> well, uh, do either of you guys have anything else to say, A? And then, B, do you have anything you would like to plug? Ooh. I'm excited for the buddy cop comedy that is Bucky and the Winter Soldier. And I have a video about... What's next for WandaVision that hopefully will be online by the time you listen to this episode. If Very not, nice. the next day. Awesome. So if you listen to this right now on the day it releases, go on our YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, no. I, uh, I'm i uh, just going to plug, you know, keep your ears peeled because uh, hopefully the theater opens sometime soon. <laughs> and we can all go see a movie together. <laughs> Yay, yeah, movies. that's true. Uh, this is dropping... On the 9th, so you're probably listening to this. Hopefully, within the month, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Playing we'll it by the goes. rules. We'll see how it goes. Playing it safe. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Wonder Bar and get a drink in the meantime. Yeah, there's always Wonder Bar. Yeah. We'll always have Wonder Bar. <laughs> we'll always have Wonder Bar. You can eat, you can eat a, a food during the pandemic. You can't yes. see a movie. Yeah, that's against true. Against the rules. Yeah, you can open your entire mouth for a, a savory, <laughs> delightful <movie>. snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rules are kind of weird, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank- our theater is safe. <laughs> yeah, it is very safe. Um, but yeah, if you're here listening to this podcast, depending on whichever app you are using, make sure to subscribe and like and give us a comment if you are so moved to do so. That's great to hear what you guys are thinking. Um, something that clicked with me the other day is that if you want to personally interact with me or Cathode Raycast, perhaps I might miss a comment every once in a while. But if you would like to contact me personally, you can at me on Twitter and my Twitter handle is at B Gorman, B as in B Arthur, B E A, and then G O R M A N, um, if you want to talk to me directly. But if you are on StoryScreenBeacon.com, and if that's how you get these podcasts, make sure to check out our exclusive feed. It's only $5 a month and plenty of great stuff there too. What a steal! What a steal! <laughs> We talk about it all the time because it's so cheap Ooh-hoo, and the value so is cheap. so immense. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of cool content over there. 
You guys are talking about Mrs. Collette. Yes, we are. are talking about really bad video game adaptations (laughs) and John Carpenter. I'm excited to get started with that video game adaptation that that sounds like that's going to be a fun thing to listen to yeah <laughs> that one was tough because it's just like so we're we going to talk about this dog shit movie we're we going to talk about the pod what the podcast is about because <laughs> like what else are you gonna say about the movie it sucks <laughs> it sucks ass <laughs> that super mario brothers movie is terrible Oh, the nostalgia is real. Though, I was going to say, one. Mike said he watched well, I, that, that was a the lot. first. That was the first time I watched it. Oh, really? Ah, oh, see? Yes. Yeah, Mike said he watched that a lot as a kid. So. Yeah, there was Me not too. much uh, nostalgia. I mean, I, there are things I definitely appreciated about it as just like a, what the, f- what the fuck is this? And I did feel nostalgia for it. I felt nostalgia for it the same way I feel nostalgia for like a gross Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> That movie just looks disgusting. It's bad. All the time. Say no more. Yeah, it's like save it so for wet. subscribers. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Give me five dollars. It's only five dollars. That was a good little taste, though, for sure. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me to dish that WandaVision. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. All right. Well, then, uh, listeners, I think we've reached the end. Obviously, just stay tuned. There's always more to come. All right. Bye. Bye.